Hello there, news for more on Saturday the 27th of May 2023, playoff final day. Oh, it was all set up for Middlesbrough vs Sunderland, wasn't it? I should have been in Trafalgar Square right now. Oh, there's a Borough fan having a shit on a fourth plinth. Leave it, it's art. It's, some of the, it's better than some of the other stuff they've had on the fourth plinth. <laughs> Do you know what? The Borough would have took the Trafalgar Square, wouldn't they? We'd have beat the Mackhams off, wouldn't we? We'd have took it over. Instead, it was left to Coventry and Luton fans to politely shake hands and, uh, you know, just be genial to each other. I think that uh, the final's gone into extra time as I speak. Uh, my money's on Coventry. Hasn't that place suffered enough? I mean, bloody hell, it got bombed to hell, didn't it, in World War II? Yeah? And then what happened then? The specials. The specials tried to pull them out the shit. Uh, but in, at the end of the day, if you're thinking about it, they were just slagging the town off, weren't they? Calling it a ghost town. Uh, that was something to do with Margaret Thatcher, wasn't it? Something like that. Do you know what? Uh, she's made out to be a witch. You know, uh, Thatcher, Thatcher, Milk Snatcher, they used to call her. But do you know what? My point of view is nobody's evil. Um, anybody in, listening in South Yorkshire would disagree with me. But... Uh, I don't know, I feel like everyone's doing the best, aren't they? She was trying her best. Yeah? He's a Tory. He's a secret Tory. No, I'm not. All I'm saying is, you know what? She she overdid it. She overcooked it on the interest rates and put a lot of people out of business. Uh, but never mind, we're not talking about that. Uh, we're talking about me being back. And uh, do you know what it's like? It's like someone just up and left your house. You've got a tenant and he left and he never paid his rent. And... Uh, you know, he's left the house in a shit, shit tip. And it took you all these weeks to clean it up. And he's just fucking moved back in. Like, now it's happened. It's like that guy. It always, I tell you what it reminds me of. That guy who got fired from work on a Friday. And he just turned up on the Monday again. Like, now it happened. That's the way to do it. If you ever get sacked from your job, just turn up on the Monday and go, I thought you, I thought you were joking. I thought you were joking. Really? Yeah, but Ray, you got your dick out at work. You can't get your dick out at work. Oh, it was a joke, man. I know, but you work at a school. <laughs> All right, okay, that's unacceptable. Fair dues. Um, do you ever feel like crying just at the sadness slash happiness of it all? Uh, I do, especially when I hear certain songs. Uh <laughs> Anyway, what's been happening? Oh, yeah, I tell you what, I got sidetracked because I got a little bit of work done on my house. Do you remember? All them builders moved in. And what it is, right, they, they literally moved in. They said, look, this is a big job, this. So we're going to have to move in. One of us is going to have to sleep on the settee. The other one's going to have to sleep in your wife's bed. And uh, you're going to have to garage, Ray, while we do it out. And I said, fair enough. If that's the way it goes with these tradesmen, then that's the way it goes because they cost a lot of money, these tradesmen. And... Uh, you know, they're not a pound a penny. They're um, they're very scarce these days. We're having labour shortages done, you know. Uh, <laughs> so they all moved in, and uh, what happened? They've done a good job, but uh, I, they sucked me into it. They said, hey, do you fancy doing a uh, little bit of plastering? We'll teach you. No, they said, do you want us to show you how we fix all the wood and measure all the wood and that? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'll do that. And they said, oh, you're doing a good job there. Well done. So I helped them fixing all the wood uh, in my garage. And then they said, do you want to maybe try putting like the insulation in? Like see if you're any good at that, you know, because you're willing to learn, Ray, you've got a good attitude. I said, yeah, I'll, I'll try and put the insulation on and stuff. 
said, hey, Ray, you're good, you. Um, do you want to try fixing the plasterboard uh, to, the, to, the, to the wood and over the insulation? I said, I'll give it a go, I'll give it a go. They said, uh, uh, Ray, you've done a brilliant job there. Ray, do you fancy knocking a media wall up? Um, do, do you know what? I'll put my hand to anything. All right, lads. Yeah, he's all right in there. Yeah, living in my house. And uh, and then after that, they said, how are you at plastering? I said, I'm pretty good. <laughs> oh, eight grand it cost me. I tell you what, it was a fucking bargain. Tradesmen, I love them. I love them. I tell you what, though, all right. Truth, truth being told, uh, they were never here. Like, every time I left for work, they hadn't turned up. I was leaving my door open. In the end, I just started leaving the old key under the bin, you know, which is a risk. It's a risk, isn't it? Um, although, my Amazon Prime delivery guy, he doesn't see those risks. He just leaves them literally on my front step. Now, uh, a lot of people used to complain about... Uh, you know, remember when people, old people say, oh, we used to leave our door open all the time. You know, you could just walk wandering in and out of each other's houses. Well, I do that now because otherwise your Amazon parcels get pinched. So now he just opens the door and puts them on the bottom of the stairs. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Now, anyway, it's all done. I've done a fucking brilliant job. <laughs> it's only cost me eight grand. Uh, but we're all moved in. Uh, uh, Ray, you've got eight grand lying around. Yeah. Someone died, yeah, and I inherited it. No, I didn't. I won it on a scratch card. Anyway, we're six minutes in. Right, look, I'll do some news anyway because someone said, Ray, you've got to do your podcast again, man. My life feels empty without it. And I said, I'll tell you what, I'll do it after a few beers. After a few beers and when, uh, you know, the overwhelming sadness hasn't enveloped me. Now, I'm only joking. I've just been busy, haven't I? You know what, doing other things, you know what, this takes up quite a little bit of my time, this 10 minutes of my day, you know. 10 minutes of my day, which could be spent doing other things, yeah, cherishing, cherishing, come on people, are you cherishing? Yeah, you should do, because time goes so quick, hey, I'm nearly 41 in a couple of months, tell you what, still fit as hell though, played football the other day actually for the first two and a half years. And uh, there was an 18-year-old kid on there and he was doing all the stepovers and all that and all the flicks and tricks. And do you know what I do? I fucking walloped him right up in the fucking air. Here, have that, you fucking 18-year-old. So, <laughs> uh, he felt like maybe I was taking other issues out on him. You know what I mean? But I tell you what, 40 years, you know what? You build up a powerful kick. Boof, right up in the air he went. Uh, only skinny little lad. Tell you what, these young lads, they don't have it. They're out there stabbing each other, aren't they, right? But... Uh, it's only because um, they don't know how to fight no more, do they? Um, neither did I, actually, anybody I know. Um, I've only actually had two fights in my life. Uh, one was a ginger lad when I was eight. And he was a year older than me, but he was ginger. So I feel like that kind of, uh, you know, on the, the scales of justice, it kind of balanced it out. And then when I was 13, I beat a blonde up. And, uh, and then when I was 14, um, there was a guy, a brunette, so I've beat a ginger, a blonde and a brunette up and I went round his house and he called my mum. He called my mum Rita Repulsa, member of Power Rangers and I wasn't fucking taking that. So I said to my older brother who could, you know, back in the day could have a do and to, you know, he had pubes before everyone else but then people outgrew him and, uh, you know, became taller than him just because he got a head start and everyone, that's why he was running around with his pubes going, I can beat you up. 
And he did include me as well for a while, you know what I mean? Old brother, younger brother stuff. And uh, anyhow, so I said, listen, older brother, I'm going to go and uh, beat this brunette up around the corner. And he said, all right then, yeah, see you later. So I had to go around on my, around on my own and I opened the gate to his, fr I mean, how ballsy is this? I was only eight and I opened the gate to his front garden and he was in there thinking he was safe. And I was like, you're not safe just because you're in your own front garden. Um, I'll just undo this latch and I'll come in and uh, give you the... <laughs> You know, give you a. I can't remember exactly how the fight went, but I won. And uh, his mum and dad were just looking out the window. They didn't do anything to stop it. They just, you know, they were probably very disappointed in him. But he did go on and join the Marines and uh, become taller than me and harder than me. And he'd probably kick the shit out of me now. But you can't fill people in for things they did when they were eight, can you? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> has this been a good podcast? Ah. <laughs> uh, I've got an ice machine, you know. Yeah, I had a little bit of money left over from the eight grand, so I bought it. It's class, makes ice. You put water in it, and then it freezes the water to uh, below freezing temperature, and then spits out ice. Yeah. Mm. Right, bye.